0: good morning all of my beautiful besties welcome back to another episode of help me i'm trying i hope everyone is doing well you guys i've really been trying the last few weeks have been testing me they have been creating a commotion in my brain and we're finally on a good path um this past weekend was mom's weekend and unfortunately my mom was not able to make it for mom's weekend but that did not stop us from having a good time we went to the Harry, is it the Henry, the Harry Lou Gardens? The Loon Gardens in Winter Park. And I went and I wore my beautiful flare jeans and I felt like a little princess. And I took a bunch of cute pictures. So go look at my Instagram. I don't know, give me a like, it would be cute. I had fun, um, painted a little mason jar. And then I texted my girls and you guys, I haven't been out in the town in months. Like literally probably since my birthday in January um I'm just not someone that goes out often I'm someone that like needs a plan and unfortunately right now with everyone getting summer jobs and in school and finals no one seems to be free and I'm not a girly who just like can drink a glass of wine in her home like I'm just not that person because then I'm like oh but I could save the wine for it I'm not okay I am the chronic definition of someone who's like oh I'll save that wine for a special occasion girl what special occasion what is happening in your 21 year old life that you need to save wine for? I swear you guys I'm not gonna be able to open it till I get engaged or something but um, I texted the girls and I was really really craving a margarita and some Mexican food and I as much as I love going on little self dates, I couldn't justify like taking myself to a Mexican restaurant by myself. I just like, eh. but I wanted to go out. I wanted that experience. And so my girls responded. It was so fun. Shout out to my big Jenna and her cousin Sky and Christina and Caroline. You guys are like literally my besties. I love you guys so, 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 so much. We went to the whole enchilada and winter garden. If you've never been there before, really cute. Um, It's this little rooftop bar restaurant situation. It was delicious. I got a tostada, which is basically like a giant taco salad with steak and a watermelon margarita. It was it was so incredibly wonderful. And I was so happy. And I had such a wonderful time. So shout out to you girls. Like genuinely, you guys made my week. So thank you so much. Yesterday, though, girly was recovering. I I, I don't know what happened. I had two drinks. My body said, nope, we're shutting down. But it's okay. So I ended up doing a deep clean of my apartment last week using all of my spring cleaning tips I gave you guys. Um, I did try vacuuming the mattress. Would not recommend. Um, First of all, nothing came off the mattress and I just felt stupid. Um, But maybe it worked. I don't know. But I feel clean. I washed my sheets. I washed my towels. I gave Hazel lots of snuggle snuggles. And I just feel in a really good mindset this week. And I'm even in a happier mindset this week because I get to go home this weekend. Now, I'm making this episode because I actually talked to a lot of people that do not enjoy going back home. Um, that's none of my business, of course, why you don't like going back home. I used to like have mixed feelings during my freshman semester. First of all, okay, little uh, context clues. I live about two and a half hours away from campus. That's where my home base is. My home base is in Jacksonville and I go to school in Orlando. So I'm not far at all, which is wonderful. I also am very fortunate that I have my own apartment with my mom, she helps me. And um, so she comes to visit me all the time, whenever she can. But recently this year, she hasn't been able to visit as often just with the economy and things going on at work. And I am so excited to get to go visit her. Um, My mom truly is my best friend. But sometimes going home is hard and I've talked to a lot of people where they feel like going home is it's like a very negative experience for them. So for this week's episode, I wanted to talk about some ways that I I find going home to be really rewarding and some fun things that maybe or some some tips that might make going home a little more fun for you guys. Whether you're going home right now for Easter weekend, if you're religious, first of all, or non-religious, happy Easter, or I hope you have a happy Easter. Uh, see the pun? Yeah, I'm funny. Um, anyway, uh, it's Easter weekend. I am actually kind of bummed, though, because so I'm going to Virginia for Easter. I'm going to visit my grandfather. I'm very excited. I get to see my brother, who I haven't seen in a hot minute, and his wonderful, beautiful fiance, Cameron. And I'm so excited to see them. Unfortunately, Chris cannot go with me due to work conflicts, but it'll be nice just seeing my family. And I i am so excited. But with that said, for some reason, I let me know if y'all school is doing this too. a lot of my school and sorority events are on Easter weekend, which I, I don't think it's intentional because, again, I don't think a lot of people like celebrate Easter, which is shocking to me because like, I mean, my family's not super religious, but like we still celebrated Easter. But anyway, so I'm actually missing my formal, which I'm kind of bummed about um, just because I love getting dressed up. I love wearing dresses and to not get to go to my formal is just kind of sad, but it's okay because I'm basically having a formal in May, but we'll... We'll get to that later. Um, So I'm missing formal. My school is putting on Shrek um, at the Dr. Phillips Center, and I'm not going to be able to get to go see that either. So there were just some negatives, but overall, I'm just really happy to go home. But I know a lot of people are not happy to go home. So let me talk about setting up boundaries and learning to just go to a place that necessarily doesn't bring you the most joy and how to still make it manageable. Okay? Okay. Okay. Let's begin. Sorry you guys. I know that was a lot of talk. I just haven't you guys are my friends like genuinely also Thank you to the people who have been who have been DMing me or texting me like that's crazy Um, Jenna, I have heard you I would love to guys if you want to get my big sis Jenna on the pod Please let a girl know because I want her on the pod. So let's see if we can make that happen I don't know would be fine. Okay moving on so firstly I'm also talking to parents in this episode too because sometimes y'all like to okay, my mom does this sometimes when she's in a bad mood. Or I feel like everyone does this. When I when your kid opens the door or children, when you open the door, please like the first thing you say should be hello, I'm so happy to see you. I didn't think I was going to have to talk about this, but sometimes I go to a friend's house or I go over somewhere and like the first comment that is said or exchanged between like people is something so passive aggressive. Why are you guys setting off on a bad foot? Like, what are we doing? Don't don't like start on a bad note. Don't be like, oh, you finally showed up or like, hmm, have you gained a little weight since last time you've been here? Like, no. Parents, don't say that because immediately that makes me just be like I drove three hours to see you and you're starting off with that. Don't don't bring in negative energy into the first interaction you have with anyone. Literally anyone, even if it's your arch nemesis from high school. If you see them at a store, don't say something rude. Just be like, hey, girl, nice seeing you. That's it. Like start on a good note. Also, this is something just for conversations. I get that you're going home to see your family. And for me, my mom and I, like I said, we're besties, we're broskies. However, there are some family members that I'm just not as close close with, and that's okay. So when you go home and maybe you don't have a great relationship with this family member, there's a way to still be honest with that family member about your life and like what's going on. But you don't have to reveal every little thing going on. If you don't want to talk about things, you don't have to talk about things. But don't open the door for them to ask questions about said topic. I know something that like I have been struggling with, and my family is really sweet, so I haven't had this issue. But you know, like sometimes I don't have a summer acting internship yet, and it's something that's really frustrating me. And it's genuinely like, it's, like it's not, it's, it to me, it's like embarrassing that I cannot get an internship down, but. I don't want people asking me about it so when i go into class or when i see my musical theater friends i don't bring it up i don't bring up my stuff i bring up like how are you doing how's your show that you're working on any news from that job you were talking about like but for myself i don't bring stuff up that i don't want to be asked about because i just don't want to be asked about it so that's just boundaries in general like really this whole episode could be talking about boundaries but we'll do another one on that but just only talk about things that you would you wouldn't mind being asked about later that's one of my biggest biggest tips next this happens a lot with young people in college and like you guys i can only support you to an extent visiting your family should not be just an excuse for you to use their facilities, if that makes sense. This bothers me and I have friends that do this and it does bother me. When you go home, it's not just you to be like, oh great, I have a lot, like I can use their detergent. Oh, I can eat all their food. Like we don't have to hang out though, but like I'm gonna run laundry. Like I'm sure your parents are just happy that you're home because I mean, most of them are really just happy to see you, but don't just be using their facility like it's a hotel. Clean up after yourself. Like if you're doing laundry, offer to do their laundry, help clean. I went home last, uh, not last weekend, two weekends ago to see my mom and she really needed help gardening. And actually we had so much fun just going to the plant store, even though y'all, I did not have my allergy medicine and sis was sneezing up a storm, but I still had fun because we got to do errands, but we did them together and it, it was a great time. If they need your help, you should help them. Ex- like ex especially if they're paying for your school. Also, they're just your parents. Like they love you. Be lovey back. I don't know. But like, help them. Help, help them. Be sweet to them. Like when you're home, my brother is notorious for this. And I love him, but I'm gonna call him out. So when you visit your mom, like, it's okay to make plans with other people. I'm about to get into that. But if you're coming home and you tell your family that you're coming home, they're going to expect you like they're going to expect that you want to hang out with them. So if you come home, but you you don't see them, why would you even tell them you're visiting? Because like we're not getting to visit with you if you're out and about. It's just strange to me. Like. When you go home, you need to make time with your family first and foremost. That is my own personal opinion. I get not everyone's in that situation. But as a general note, at least make a day for your family. Help with little things around the house. Like, don't be a leech. I hate leechy people just in general, but especially with family. Like, those are your family. That's your family, guys. They love you and they support you. And to see you just, like, using their home as a hotel, it, it genuinely drives me insane so don't do that okay okay next this is something that i have started doing because first of all i am a woman that likes an itinerary i like to have plans like i and like to me more than a base outline um i'm not very impulsive or spontaneous i like knowing what's going on i like having a general format of the day it just helps me relax like For instance, I really want to go to Disney and I have an annual pass and I made a Disney reservation for what? The 30th of April. So we're going to have a Disney episode after that. But I had to plan it like I'm planning my dining reservation, like I'm planning out my day in Magic Kingdom because I do not want to stress about it. So when I go home, also, if you have a workaholic parent like I do, who we love, they don't want to make plans because they're doing all the planning all day, every day. So help them out. Find fun things to do. Uh, Facebook, there's a bunch of easy events on Facebook. I know people hate the newspaper, but bust out a newspaper while you guys are sitting at a breakfast place, like find things to do and plan it. Like, especially if you don't love who you're visiting, you can love what you guys are doing. It helps you feel like you're in control of the situation it helps you feel like you're not just waiting around at home doing nothing because that also happens sometimes i talk to my friends about when we go home because i have i have a couple friends from um like growing up that also live near me in jacksonville and i'm very close with their moms and stuff and i'll be like hey what did you guys do um and they're like oh i didn't we didn't really do anything we don't have any plans and then that also creates a negative connotation in the mind like you drove all this way to see your family and then you guys literally did nothing. So if you want to do something, plan it. I've talked about this numerous times. If you want to go somewhere to eat, also like talk about it with them before you plan it though, just in case they're like, actually, no, but plan the event. It makes you feel better. I'm sure it would make their life easier. So just do that. Make a plan. It's okay to have plans. You can do it. Okay. Okay okay overall i think going home is either a extremely positive experience for some people or a really negative experience for some people i am very fortunate that usually it's a positive experience and i enjoy it um unfortunately that's not the case for everyone so i want to say this right now like if you are in a position where you are able to afford your own rent or you have a full-time job and you really don't want to go home. First, you don't have to go home if it's an unsafe place to be. But also, like, you can make going home a positive experience if you come in with the right attitude. I fully believe that there have been times where literally the last time when I was talking about gardening, my mom called me and I love her. I love my mom more than anyone in the world. And she was so stressed that weekend. And she was like, Hey, like, I'm so stressed. I'm so tired. Like, I don't even think it's worth you coming down. Like, I'm not like, I'm not in the best headspace right now. And I know my mom and I was like, mom, I understand that, but let me come down anyway because i know i can pick your mood up like i know that me just like let me help you and also go home with an unselfish mind like it's not always about you it's really not i like i'm first of all don't think i'm like talking about anyone who's specifically listening to this podcast but i truthfully know people and i have watched videos or listened to other podcasts where people are like oh like can't wait to go home so my mom can do my laundry like, what a selfish mindset to have. I, I I don't like that at all. And the people that do the most for you often need someone to do some like the littlest thing for them. So when I came home, also, my car was broken down. It was in the shop, and it wasn't great. So I got Chris to take me, and thank you, Chris, so much for taking me to visit my mom. But it was such a nice weekend because even though she was like, oh, you don't have to come home, or it's okay, I knew that it was the right thing to do and when I got there and once we chatted it was it was such a nice weekend because she was just so happy that I came and so even if your parents are like don't worry about it like you don't have to come down I get it like you're in college go live your life like every once in a while make time for your family and go visit them because I can assure you it's gonna make them feel happy it's gonna put them in a good mood and then your whole rest of however long until you see them again, they're going to have such a fond memory to look back on of one. They didn't have to force you to come home. They didn't have to like be like, well, I pay rent. So come visit me. Like, just go, go visit. Also, if you were someone who had a lot of friends in high school, a lot of times people go home. Like you can coordinate when you guys go home. So you can still see your parents and also be like, Hey, Courtney, like remember we played volleyball together. Do you want to go to the beach or something? You know, like you can make it what you want. So, Keep that in mind. Um, Some fun things that I have found that have been pretty fun to do with my mom that if you're going to see family, especially here are just some fun ideas of if you want like certain things to do with everyone. Uh, I'm literally rambling. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm waking up. But um, here are just some fun activities that I do with my family that I have found to be really fun and gets us all in a good mood. First and foremost there, there's two options for this. This is asking questions. Okay. There are two different formats of which we do this. One, if you want like a piece of like a, like a game, it's called table topics. You can get them. I think you can get them online. They're not that expensive. I think they're like 25 bucks. They are like a bunch of these conversation questions in a glass box. And I, Chris and I both have some, I got some for his birthday. My mom and I have used these forever. I just got Devin cam some like, they're so much fun. They're just random questions. And some are really, really deep and like, yikes. And some are just fun. Like, what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you? Uh, If you could have dinner with someone living or dead, who would it be? And then like, get serious. Like, what are your thoughts upon like, heaven and stuff? Like, you don't have to answer the serious ones. But sometimes it's really nice when we're sitting at dinner and we all just want to chat. Like, instead of you feeling the need to keep talking and talking and talking, everyone just go around. Pick out a card and everyone answer the question. It's it's really fun. Another way to do this, especially if you're traveling, this is one that I'm using right now because I have finished probably four different boxes of table topics in the past five years of my life. It is the book called Three Thousand Questions. This book is a life changer. I absolutely adore this book. We do it with anyone who comes over. It's it's just it's it's just it's so good. I'm pulling it up right now. It's called 3,000 Questions About Me. Who is it by? I don't know. It comes in a red book. Oh, my gosh. They have so many different ones. Okay, you guys. I'm sorry. I um. There's a bunch of questions. We have the red one just called 3,000 Questions About Me. They also have apparently 3,000 3, Pick One Questions, 3,000 Would You Rather Questions, 3,000 Questions About My Future, 3,000 What If Questions. Like, I don't know. But the 3,000 questions about me is definitely my favorite one. It's, it's really fun. It's a great way to get to know people. And it, like, it's there's literally 3000 questions in that book. So everyone just go around pick a number between one and 3000. And answer the question. It's, it's so it's just, you guys, it's so much fun. Um, So I highly recommend getting those, especially if you're kind of nervous, or you don't want your mom asking you about like your life or your future, like just get that. It's great. Number two, appetizer nights. Um, My family (laughs) and I do this a lot. My brother is a really good chef and my mom is a pretty good chef too, but we do not feel like cooking most times. Um, Especially like, like we're just not big, like, I don't want to say meal eaters. That's strange, but we don't eat a lot of heavy meals and we don't like, we're not a cooking family. Like when we cook, we grill. So fun things that we like to do. We just like making charcuterie. Like just get cheese and crackers and set it up and also make a drink. This is something that's so easy, affordable, and fun. Sometimes It's been happening more frequently now, but like sometimes whenever I go home, like my mom will have company over and we'll just have some appetizers. Some like chips, crackers, prosciutto, like just some yummy things. And I will pick a cocktail of the night and I will make a little cocktail or mocktail. And it's so much fun. My current obsession. I need to make sure I pronounce this name right because I literally have been butching, butchering it for three months. Um. Oh wait, that's not what I want. First of all, apérol spritz. Um. It's it's delicious. I just saved this one for when I go home in the summer. Um. I found a frozen apérol spritz cocktail with just grapefruit slices, oranges, strawberry, orange juice, prosecco, and apérol. Um. It looks actually incredible, but that's not what I'm looking for. There's another drink that I a door that I need to find, a Paloma. I don't know what I was calling it. I was calling it like Palermo, like nothing close to what it's supposed to be. It is called a Paloma. If you've never had a Paloma, get into the fantasy people. It's incredible. I found also a frozen Paloma recipe. It's so simple. You need like fresca, grapefruit juice, uh, tequila, anything else you need no pretty much just those things um but anyway sometimes when I go home I'll pick like a cocktail of the evening it's always less than five ingredients sometimes it's literally just a bottle of Prosecco but it's just really fun and it's a way for us all to get involved and I really enjoy it if you don't want to get the ingredients on your own and you want a fun place where you can just bond my mom and I did this back in Christmas time two years ago and I really want to take her to one again we went to a little cooking class Cooking classes are so much fun, and a lot of them are really easy. Um, We did a Christmas cookie baking class, and it was genuinely one of the funniest things I've ever experienced. My mom is a riot, and we were making meringues. Um, If you've ever made meringue, it's a nightmare. Also, who likes meringue? Do you guys like meringue? Because I think meringue is actually disgusting. Um, But it was all over the place with all of our hands, but that was such a fun experience because we just got to go. If you're in Jacksonville, it's called Jack's Cooking Studio. I love them so much. Um, They have all different theme nights. You can do like tacos and tequila, a French night, um, pasta, family dinners. I'm sure they're going to do something for Easter if they haven't already. But it's just, it's a great, it's a great way to spend the evening. They're really fun. You have someone helping you the whole time. Also, you get drinks and you can bring like some little appetizers. Like it's just such a fun experience. So if you're going to follow my advice of make plans, definitely do something that's interactive. Um, It's just fun. Also, I haven't been to the movies in a while, and Chris took me to the movies last week. And we had a really, really nice time. So if you don't even want to talk and you just want to sit, pick a fun movie. I don't know. It's great. But going home should be a wonderful experience, and you can make it a fun experience. So if you're going home for Easter this weekend and you're not looking forward to it, listen to this episode. I hope you guys... I hope Easter is a fun experience for us all. Also, let me know what you guys are doing for Easter. I really wish I was better at egg dyeing because I've seen people make really cool eggs and mine I always feel like are just like, eh? But maybe I'll do eggs this year again. Um, if you if you guys Easter egg hunt, like, let me know. I wanna know some of y'all's Easter traditions. Um, I hope it's a wonderful time. I hope you meet the Easter Bunny and that he brings you whatever you want. Um, I know, like I talked about last week, my Webkinz obsession is back, and there's, like, fun little prizes you get, and you get chocolate eggs every day. I just – it brings me a lot of joy. But going home should be fun, and you can make it fun. And if it's not, I'm so sorry. Um, But just go on with a positive attitude, and I hope everything goes super, super well. If you're traveling this weekend for Easter like I am, uh, I'm sending you lots of joy. Bring a neck pillow. Uh, that was the one thing I learned from Mauritius is like bring a neck pillow because holy cannoli, I could not sleep. Um, but I will be on a plane this weekend most likely and I can't wait and I hope you all have a wonderful Easter weekend with your friends and your family. If you're staying in school, prep for those finals, baby. We're going to get through it. We're doing amazing. And let me know what you guys want to hear on next week's episode. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to take Hazel on another walk before I continue my day. But I hope you guys like this episode. If you did, be sure to follow us wherever you guys are listening to your podcast. My analytics are so cool to look at. And thank you guys for listening. It's really fun. Um, and also check us out on the Instagram at HMITpod. I, the Instagram's a little stagnant right now because it's really hard to find cute art on Pinterest, the kind that I like. So maybe we'll be doing a little change in the HMIT pod Instagram. I don't know. Uh, Let me know what you guys want to see. And with all of that said, I will see you guys next week. Happy Easter.